listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here Tuesday evening for Wednesday's nine-game main. So James, another uh, another big day, another big slate. Some top price guys here on the board. Uh, some potential injury situations uh, also that we have to pay attention to. And notable names already ruled out. Jimmy Butler, not going to play. James Harden and Kyrie Irving are both questionable to play for uh, Brooklyn here against Chicago, who's on a back-to-back blowing out. Uh, the Pistons. Bradley Beal today goes into COVID protocol, so very good potential that he is not out in time, though we do know that he is vaccinated. But that being said, unlikely he'll be able to suit up uh, against Orlando. Porzingis is still ruled out. We're still waiting to see if Carol Savert is able to come back. He's been out due to conditioning from the COVID list. Uh, Gobert, as of now, is still out. Capella is doubtful to play for Atlanta. Malcolm Brogdon still remains out with his Achilles injury. Tobias Harris is probable to play with some shoulder pain that he was dealing with. Wendell Carter is currently considered a game-time decision you know, dealing with his injury there with the hamstring that has kept him out for a few games. Derek White still out for San Antonio. Kemba Walker is still listed as questionable with the knee for the Knicks there. Uh, Seth Curry did not play the other night due to an ankle. He is questionable for this game. against Charlotte Mo Bamba is currently considered questionable with a toe, so Orlando could be without both of their bigs, but they did get Robin Lopez back. Marcus Smart is doubtful for Wednesday's game against the Pacers. They're those two teams are running it back. Kelly Oubre went into health protocols on Monday. We'll see whether or not he is out in time there. Uh, LMA is still out for the next couple of games here for Brooklyn. Claxton, after being so foul happy the other night, questionable with a hamstring uh, injury as they go and face Chicago. Uh, Sangoon is still out, or questionable rather. Jalen Suggs could return potentially, I guess at the end of this week. I lied. He practiced, not going to come back for this game. Let's see, Reddish is questionable deandre hunter out of absolutely nowhere out of the sky out of nowhere deandre hunter is questionable to play for for the hawks there peyton pritchard is questionable we just mentioned that uh doubtful for marcus smart could get the return of pritchard Dwayne deadman is questionable i pray to god that they don't stop playing <laughs> your uh, seven. seven no that would be terrible duarte is questionable after not playing the other day nerland's also questionable here conditioning for the knicks Rudy Gay is still in the league. Saw health and safety. We'll see if he ever comes. Shake Milton is still out for the 76ers. Uh, did Maxi come back? Maxi is active. So yeah, not on injury report for him. Not on the injury report. So good news there for for the Maxi fans. Joe Ingles is out of health and safety, so that's fine. Let's see. Thomas Bryant could make his debut. Yep. Yep. So he, uh, they they expect him. He's expected to play. Who gets the? I'm not sure. I mean, they could I guess theoretically play him at power forward. Right, if they really wanted to, but then again, they have Rui there too, so I, I'm not totally sure. It's going to be interesting to see how things shake out. I, I mean, I think Harold's contract is probably movable. I think Thomas Bryant's probably movable as well. So we'll see if he actually does play. Right, like he's active to play, but let's see how much he actually does play. Maybe they don't play Harold on a back-to-back. We'll have to see because they have. There's a lot that's going on there. Yep, definitely a lot that's going on there. So. Uh, those are just notable names. We'll hit more as they come up if we feel like they're worthy of uh, being discussed. But um, I got one. I got one that can be. Sure. And I think it's interesting. We're gonna go back to that same team. Spencer Dinwiddie has not played back to backs. Okay. So has okay. not played one all year. So just an interesting little lineup note 
I don't know if he's going to play, but I don't know if Bradley Beal being a protocol makes a difference, but I think a lot, there's obviously a lot to talk about there because I don't think he's going to play. He hasn't yet, so we'll see. Yeah, definitely. That's actually a really good point to bring up. So we'll see what happens Uh, because they do have Raul Nato. I mean, they could, they definitely have guys that could step in if Dinwiddie and Beal don't end up playing there. James, do we have totals and spreads here? We have spreads, a whole boat of them, but we don't have any totals. No game, John. It has a spread that is currently showing uh, above six and a half. All expected to be tight. All expected to be competitive. Brooklyn one-point favorites in Chicago. I just want to just want to point that one out. Is that on? T- so that's not on tomorrow, is it? It is. Yeah. 10 p.m. in Chicago. Huh. Like I know it's an hour behind. Like I know it's central, but like. That feels weird. Anyways, that just feels wrong. That a Chicago game is a late night hammer. Yeah, that is an awkward one. I agree with you. Am I like, am I losing my mind? Is I don't think we like... get off. I don't think we often get 10. <laughs> I'm going to check another source here. I'm going to check another source here. I'm looking at DraftKings, both their sports book yeah, and DraftKings. An oh, that, this is why. It's an ESPN game. ESPN has the Knicks at 730 and they have Chicago at 10. <laughs> Okay, I, I think that's still a little out of control, but you know, what are we going to do? Should be a fun one. But yeah, every spread within six and a half, no totals. Yeah, all right, let's get into it then. We'll go to the point guard position here. Uh, Luka Doncic is 10-9 going up against the Knicks. So it's a matchup we'd like to target. Uh, Porzingis is still out, as we mentioned, um, already ruled out for this game. Luka against the Knicks at 10-9. We've talked about James Harden, but he does he's questionable, and there's a potential for Kyrie being involved. Trey Young is at 10-3. And then uh, your boy, James, DeJounte Murray, $9,700 going up against Houston. Yeah, so I actually love Luka. As long as Porzingis out, I think this is a matchup that we should look to exploit. I mean, look, for all those that were, like, pissed off that Murray didn't get there and, and Lonnie Walker didn't get there, I mean, Murray went for 41 fantasy points in 30 minutes on a back-to-back. And didn't play the fourth quarter. And you can say the same thing for Lonnie Walker. He scored 25 fantasy points, didn't play the fourth quarter. This Knicks backcourt is exploitable. Luka shot 34% from the floor, didn't matter, 64 fantasy points. That's just kind of the upside he provides. He's, I mean, I'm not going to say it, John, but I'm going to say it. They're on a little four-game winning streak, so maybe a little better. But, like, we're getting, like, Westbrook-type numbers out of him right now from OKC. He's not making his shots. But he's being so productive across the board. It's like, okay, sure. Like, we're going to play him. And he's 10-9 against the Knicks. So I know it's a slow-paced matchup, but I definitely like Luka. Not going to play Harden with everyone back, even if he does play. I guess, I guess in theory, if Kyrie were to sit, I, w- I-, I would consider Harden. Don't think I'm going to get there, Trey, 10-3. But I'm going to go right back to the well with Murray. This is like the dream spot, right? It's Houston. They're a top five pace team in the nba they're dead last in defensive rating and as of this recording everyone's still out for the spurs def have definite interest in luca definite interest in murray and i think the other two i if i'm max entering i'm, I'm not gonna have many shares we got a, a pretty decent uh price drop here on russell westbrook uh, this is a matchup against the kings where in three games he's averaging 46 fantasy points he's 9600 dollars. are we in a playable westbrook range i'm interested I I do think it's playable. I'm definitely interested in how this illness just like he missed practice Tuesday, but his illness but is gone. I don't know. I guess it's playable. She's kind of been 
man, he's just been so bad. Uh, he is 8,400 on FanDuel, by the way. Yeah, I think on FanDuel, it's probably worth Also, but a slate for today. Right. Shout out FanDuel. Yeah, I guess 96. But, like, almost every scenario, I'm going to be able to find $100 for Murray. In almost every hunt, you're going to be able to find $100 for Murray, right? Like, yeah. Let uh, me ask you on FanDuel. Luca is 10-5, and Murray is 10-2. Luca. Luca, I, I don't love the Murray over 10K on FanDuel because I don't love either of them really over 10K because we're playing both of them because they get they can get us a triple-double, right? And we get the bonus on drafting. So I don't love either of those price tags, but I would lean Luca a little bit. Okay. More down towards the mid-tier here. Uh, LaMelo now under 9K, $8,700 going up against Philly. We have Garland at 81 going up against Utah. Uh, and we have Kyle Lowry at $7,600 going up against Atlanta. No. Yeah, I mean, I think LaMelo's fine for tournaments. Not like my favorite play. Same with Garland. Hasn't really looked good with Rondo, truthfully. Hasn't looked great over the last two games with Rondo. We don't know if that soreness, if the back injury is bothering him because only five for 13 in that Sacramento game. We did fine, but we want more shots, truthfully. But I think Lowry's... I think Lowry's the spot. We're not getting like ceiling games out of Lowry, but 7,600 feels a little too cheap against a bad Atlanta defense, uh, an Atlanta team that is in a lot of headlines right now on what sure. they should do and players that apparently are not happy. Who knows how much truth there is to that, but yeah, they paid um, John Collins and it didn't really matter. He still hates everything. Yeah. He still hates everything. Um, even though I watched uh, the JJ Reddick podcast and it didn't seem that way at all, but whatever, let the rumors fly. Right. It's, Almost trading season. I think Lowry's a really good price for all formats, 7,600 against the against. The- I really like Cole Anthony here at 74. Uh, I know <laughs> we just had this matchup and he didn't do overly well. Just 4 of 17 shooting against the Wizards. But, I mean, I don't know if there's no Dinwiddie, there's no Beal. Uh, you know, Cole could, could definitely be the guy. He's still shooting a bunch. I don't mind the price tag. Yeah, I think it's a great play. Honestly, in tournaments, I think it's a great play in tournaments. Uh, there's 50-point upside. At 7,400, I played Cole Anthony in that Detroit game at 81 because, you know, there was no Wendell Carter. We know he's a guy that is very good when Jalen Suggs is off the floor, too. And there's still no Jalen Suggs. There's possibly no Mo Bamba. He can rebound. So if there's no Mo Bamba and Carter, like, there's plenty of rebounding opportunity. I think Cole Anthony makes a lot of sense at 74 for not going to play him in cash, but definitely for tournaments. Going down a little bit further here, we hit the range. Obviously, if Dinwiddie does play at 6K, he's probably an automatic yep, uh, you know, for everybody here. Anybody else, I guess, in that range for you stand out that you would be looking at playing? Uh, Maxi at 54, probably? Yeah, I, I just I do want to just mention De'Aaron Fox. We didn't we skipped over him. He's been really good against the Lakers this year. 27 actual and 43 fantasy points. And I know he's been a little poor the last two games. Yeah, Halliburton's been playing really well the last two. So they kind of like one has to suffer for the other. I know. I know. That's probably why they're always brought up together with trade rumors, right? They just can't like play together. I, I do think De'Aaron Fox for tournaments is interesting. But yeah, I think to your point in this mid-tier it's maxi and that's is this the same situation that we've been in kind of right like it's maxi yeah and then it's does gabe vincent's he run here um sure he was playing obviously a boatload of minutes there sure sure i just don't know so everyone in the backcourt is healthy right yeah except butler but like 
he's going to primarily play small forward the slash de facto point guard, right? I don't know if I'm going to pay 54 for Vincent, but I you could be onto something and like if you are max entering, right? If you're max entering, this could be a, a situation where Gabe Vincent's like in a couple lineups because they are I mean, they, he's going to play minutes because Butler's out. If there's no Harden, no Irving, Patty Mills at 4,800 is uh, even sure. against Chicago, or does that the Chicago matchup bother you? I don't think – I think he's good enough, 4,800, Chicago on a back-to-back. I know he didn't. He hasn't really been doing much, but we saw earlier in the year he was lighting – having a career season. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with going Patty Mills if they're both out. No Kemba, you have quickly at 48? What did he do last game? He's only playing like 25, 26 minutes. Nothing like... A- yeah, yeah, and they just like... He's like... Thibs is just like cool with playing Alec Burks, right? At point guard. And like he has Julius Randle on the floor who can play point guard. I don't know. Maybe if like Fournier was back and there's still... I, I would feel better about it if Fournier was out, but it's fine. I'll say it's just... It's fine. Any other value down here? Did, you know, the, if Assuming none of the you know, the Pacers players return, like any of those guys stick to you? I would rather... Like, I, if there was a situation I hope... If one situation played out one way where they, all they were ruled out, I hope it would be Brooklyn because I would play Cam Thomas. Okay. Because he's been playing really well. And you and I kind of talked about it the other night. God, I really like Cam Thomas against Portland. Didn't end up... I played like a few shares... Not enough because I did think he was going to be a guy. He's just a guy in their rotation. So I think Cam Thomas would be probably the only player down here. I don't, unless you see something. I mean, let me ask you then. On the back to back, we saw Rondo play 29 and 20 minutes. So does Cleveland play Thursday? Because if not, we could see 30 minute Rondo game Uh, here at 3,800. Let us see Cleveland's schedule. That's not what I wanted. Full schedule. That's what I want. So they play Wednesday and then they play Friday. Right. I mean, if we're just from the two game sample, right, that we've seen, he played 29 minutes on the nine. He's played three. He played the Portland game as well. So right. But that was like his first game off right. off the injury. And I'll, I'll give him a pass. His second game with them, no back to back. He played 29 minutes. And then the third game was a back to back. He played 20. I mean, I think Rondo's probably in play anyways. Right. I mean, look at the. Yeah. 17 minutes, 24 fantasy points, 29 minutes, 26 fantasy points, 20 minutes, 22 fantasy points. So 3,800, I'm probably playing Rondo anyways, just because I think he's pretty reliable given the role. And if he plays 30 minutes here, because it's not a back-to-back at 3,800, you're definitely getting value. Yeah, where he's just kind of like in the rotation. Yeah, I could get, I can definitely get behind Rondo 38. All right, so let's go to shooting guard here at the very top. Donovan Mitchell. And he, we don't ever really play Donnie Mitch, but I mean, 44, 56, the last two games there, Cleveland does pay a kind of competitive brand of basketball. He went for 48 fantasy points against them in their first meeting. Yeah, I actually played him last slate. Of course, he doesn't come through. You can, if it's going to be competitive, he's going to take 25 shots and he's going to play 35 plus minutes, which we haven't really been used to seeing. So yeah, I mean, I think you can do it, but it's a tournament only play at this price. Okay. Jalen Brown lately been much more aggressive. Now, again, there was uh, an overtime game, the last one against the Pacers. So 15 rebounds, but he triple doubled against the Knicks, 60, 58 fantasy points. Apparently Jason Tatum commented that he and Jalen Brown had a discussion about how they can make it work to play together. So I don't know. And there's no smart and there's no smart. So is Brown going to, 
yeah, have the ball in his hand a lot more assists here. assists the last two games for him? I don't, like, I'm just going to say tournaments because I do think he's viable there. But, like, we know that there is a very low floor as well at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, this is just something we know. Like, he goes for 58 and 60 two games in a row, but the game prior, it's 25. And we talked about this last slate. That 25, he had 16 and 7, like, in the first quarter. Like, he, right. he just didn't do anything. So, like, yes, I do think he's in play. Also, we got to remember, this game was horrible in terms of, like, pace. That game went to overtime and still didn't go to, for 200 points. So. Uh, James, updated as we're recording. Spencer Dinwiddie available to play in the second leg of the back. Well, that's funny because he literally hasn't. But, you know, I guess when you need somebody to play, you need somebody to play. When So that officially rules out Bradley Beal. <laughs> yeah, right. And 6K, Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, fire him up. Against Orlando. Against Orlando, fire it up. And you know what, though? That just makes our that just makes our desire to play Cole Anthony even stronger. We just saw what SGA did to this team. We know Spencer Dinwiddie is just not a good defender. He really makes his money offensively. Just a little more fuel to the Cole Anthony fire here. All right, so I actually don't mind Jalen Brown, but I understand certainly the concerns. He's a GPP only play, but yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. I mean, we hear this every now and again from Tatum and Brown, like, no, we had a powwow. We, we figured it out. We can be teammates again. And then, like, it lasts for a day, and then they start playing iso ball and hate each other again. So, we can be teammates again. Isn't right. that, like, isn't that a wild thought that, like, they've been teammates, but that's, like, actually what's... Yeah, they, they're on the court, but they're playing two individual <laughs> games. So they're, yeah. they're trying to figure it out. Yeah, that, you know what? I'm willing to give it a go. Back-to-backs for Chicago... But this is the cheapest we've seen Zach Levine in months. $8,800. Back-to-back, and they're up 100,000 points in the fourth quarter. Levine probably not going to check back in 29 minutes. I'd be okay with it. It's not, like, my favorite play. I think he's, like, we didn't mention Lonzo. I would probably play Lonzo over him. He's much cheaper. I I probably play DeRozan over him. So, like, I think he's... In play, he's just not my favorite. Nice, nice. Uh, also nice is Jaron Jackson Jr. getting his sixth rebound of the game. For those at home, keeping track of those numbers. <laughs> Moving on to additional shooting guards that we can take a look at then. Tyler Hero, $7,800 going up against Atlanta. Yeah, with no Butler, sure. No Butler, no Bam. And freaking finally, man. And who, of course, his best shooting game of like in the last month comes against the best defensive unit or right. one of the best defensive units in basketball. Yeah, I mean, fire him up. All formats, whatever. I know that I know it's like a little risky, but like even in he's we're getting 20 shots out of Tyler Hero. So, like, I feel comfortable playing him in all formats knowing that I'm going to get 20 shots tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a full agreement with you uh, on that one as well. It is funny, though. You're right. It, the fact that he has that ceiling game uh, when no one's really looking for it because of, <laughs> of the matchup, he just smashes. Uh, T Rose, $7,300. Yes, yeah. Gotta gotta lock him in. I am eagerly awaiting, and I challenge Prize Picks to give me his three point prop because he didn't do it. You've been scared. You've been running because we've been hammering it. So I'm interested to see if they put it on the board here and give us a little taste. Just can make it. You know, they, they're giving us three and a half, and we we're just murdering that line. It's what it's all about. Big in on, on Terry Rozier. Halliburton is 7K. We talked about his recent performances versus what we've gotten out of De'Aaron Fox. Yep. Uh, the assist numbers are back up three games for Halliburton, though. The numbers for him against the Lakers, nothing special, 10, five and eight. So, you know, it really depends on where you want to go with this one. Right. So seven K it's a good number. It's a good, it's a good game environment, but 
again, he hasn't been the one to have the games against the Lakers. I just, I want exposure against the Lakers. So I do think Halliburton's in play. I do think Fox is in play. But to your point, like, kind of to to come at your point here, even with this bad shooting performance, I mean, 33 fantasy points a game, almost 5x. So we, if he shoots the ball a little better, we're going to we're gonna be talking about 6, 7x for, for Halliburton at this price. I do think he's in play. I like Rozier a little bit more, as you mentioned, but I do think Halliburton's in play too. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, there as well. Are we going back to Monk? You know, price is up on him. He didn't have a great shooting game, but I mean, he had been balls before. I'm looking below. I think it's a little too expensive for me. Like, healed 56. We've talked about this. You know what? This is the spot because we've talked about this, John. Yeah, he's been lighting them up. So he, be- it's the showcase, right? They're like, he, they play him 35 minutes a game against, against the Lakers this year. This is the showcase game for Heald. Yeah, I, I want to I want to play Buddy Heald. So like, in that regard, I feel better about Heald to Monk a little bit because I do think Heald does more. Okay. Heald's averaging four assists or four rebounds, two assists. Monk doesn't do any. Monk just scores. He's the he even came out and said like he has his right arm not tattooed because it's for buckets like Nick, like right. Nick Young had. I like Heald in this next tier for sure. Okay. Yeah, Heald's great. Terrence Ross, man, <laughs> he is. I mean. <laughs> 20 shots, 13 of 20, 40 fantasy points. He had 40 fantasy points against Boston uh, a few weeks back as well. I mean, I think at 5,300, he's worth a GPP look for sure. I mean, yeah, if he's going to shoot this much, how, like, what can I, like, what can we, what bad can we say about him, Uh, right? Like, if he's going to shoot this much, no problem at all. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. And, And I'll throw Clarkson out there for game theory. I mean, 28, sure. 28, 31 minutes last three games. If something happens where this one gets out of hand, it's always a spot, a little revenge game a bit too. Angle's questionable, by the way. Angle's okay, I did, see that he, I did see that he was cleared from, but yeah, it could be a conditioning thing. So that's a good point. Good point to you on that one. I mean, obviously, I think we'd probably rather play Ross than Clarkson. Mm-hmm. So something to, to look at there. KCP had a good night tonight. No Beal, we already know that. So 5,100 for a Caldwell Pope. Maybe something to throw at for GPPs. Yeah, sure. Were they home? They played at home today, right? They were at home, so home and home, back to back. Mostly a jump shooter, little worried, but I think the home and home thing doesn't worry me as much because there's no travel involved. Yeah, no travel. Right? We're getting a good night's sleep here and all that. Also, I like Lonnie Walker quite a bit in the next year. So yeah, no Walker. I mean, two guys. You like Josh Primo and you like Lonnie, and I like Lonnie Walker. So. I really, seriously, yeah, both those guys I think are definitely yeah, in play. Walker's at $4,600, Primo's at 4K. Are they all out? Have they already been ruled out? Like, Derek White's out, Vassell's out. Unless they, unless they come back, they, they're currently without numbers next to them, so. Right, that's true. That's true. So we're, we're just going, taking that for what it is. Obviously, like, guys like Cam Thomas or whatever, those Brooklyn guys are out. Cam Thomas especially, last three games for him, uh, real strong, 27, 20, and 31 fantasy points so if he starts something to look at i mean yes he only played 20 minutes i was gonna say lee stevens lamar stevens lee stevens is the baseball player lamar stevens the basketball player he was cheap he's been starting but he only got uh, 20 minutes a run it could have been the it could have been the back-to-back i guess we don't really know i guess what cleveland's doing with that rotationally and yeah, no no clue because i mean chetty's right there as well right like yep. you know, could, could throw throw darts uh, over there and if no smart dennis Schroeder at 48 um yeah i think that's actually interesting that's interesting i like that one a good number for him small forward lebron james is 11 7 against sacramento averaging 51 fantasy points in two games against them 47 the other night where he had that epic run of uh, 14 actual in the final eight minutes 
of the game to kind of bring the Lakers back in that one for the win. You know, it's a good spot, but it's 11-7. So this is a slate where he is the top price play, but there is two plays that we're going to probably look at a little bit in, in a moment here mm-hmm. uh, that I think we're going to like a little bit more. So never going to tell you not to play Le- uh, LeBron, though. He's hit that tier for me. You can always play him, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely play him. And I think if you... I actually think he'll probably come in lower rostered on this slate because we're going to get to center. We're going to get to power forward. We're going to get to center. And there's, so I do think we'll get him a low ship. So if you want to go that route, I think it's a perfectly fine approach. Okay. We we always talk about the Tatum Brown thing when one does whatever the other one does generally doesn't. It's been a struggle city for Tatum. Brown's thrived. If you flip the script, he's 95. If you want to do that Uh, again, GBP it's only, Uh, we talked Levine, Kyle Kuzma, Mr. Kuzma, 8K here against Orlando, the game in which he had 22 rebounds the other night. Not as big of a rebounding night for him tonight, but he did score, I think he got the 30. I think he scored 30 actual, 29. 29, 5, 3, and 1 for Kyle Kuzma here. Thomas Bryant returning, but I think that we've discussed that Kuzma's role in this rotation isn't impacted. They'll figure out where to play and Bryant and Montrezl and Gafford and everybody else. They'll figure out the minutes for them, but Kuzma is locked in. There's yeah. no reason to move him. So I guess the only question is, does the back-to-back here worry for you? But in two games against Orlando, he's averaging 22 points and 16 rebounds. But yes, he had 22 rebounds the other day, but you're averaging 16. So your rebounding numbers are great regardless. Yeah, it's two double-doubles regardless. Yeah, yeah I don't have a problem with, again, it's the Washington home-and-home home back, back-to-back. That doesn't, doesn't really bother me. And then... You factor in who is even going to be there for Orlando in the front court. I think Kuzma's a great play. He's running hot, man. Let's just keep playing him. Yeah, for sure. Mid-tier range, RJ Barrett, 6,600. Definitely getting up there, but still scoring. So, yeah. Still playing well. Still. I mean, is playing a bunch of minutes, too, for the most part. I'm willing to keep riding him while he's doing what he's doing. I think Franz at 57 is a safe play we can run to. What do you make of the minutes? You think that's Terrence Ross like induced and Gary Harris because they're just playing so better? A, like... a little bit, but I'll say if they're missing Carter and Bamba, that could help him. Okay, I, I and agree. He's still playing he's like he's still playing twenty eight, twenty nine. It's not like he's playing twenty. So no, no, no. Of course, I'm yeah. not. But he was playing thirty three, four, thirty five, and yeah. so for sure. Anybody else here down below under the Ross play that you have interest in? Fournier in tournaments, I guess. He only played 22 minutes. It stinks. Benny Smith. No. I mean, Chuma, if the front court is out for Orlando. Right. We mentioned Lonnie Walker. Yeah, missing Seti. I was going to say, what? I mean, 37 minutes. 30 minutes. Holy yeah. smokes, the last two games. So, yeah, I think that's probably the play. Yeah, I'm with you there. They started Tybal at, oh, Maxi's back. I was say, they started at point guard the other day. Maybe a FanDuel play. Again, the steals for him. Seth, Curry, Seth Curry is potentially not back, so some merit to that play. True. Garrison Matthews, maybe a dart throw for him. Again, 23 minutes, they're kind of limiting him again. Yeah, and that, was, that sucks because the 23 minutes was without – he only plays 23 minutes without Eric Gordon, and now Gordon's back. So I don't feel very comfortable going there. Okay. There's nobody else for me then. Let's go to power forward where there's Kevin Durant, right? If – Harden and Irving are out. You have Durant by himself at 11K. And I think he, I would probably, let me ask, do you think that Brooklyn can hang with Chicago if it's just Durant? Yeah, as long as Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. 
And I, last time I last sixty, you know. Yeah, last time I checked, he is still the, that dude. I do, I do think they can keep it competitive. Yes, but I mean, we got to factor in Chicago is also on a back to back. I know again, they come, they're up, literally up fifty five or forty six. Sorry. Yeah. So there's not the not the toughest run yeah, out the there. The starters, the starters for the Bulls tonight: twenty seven, twenty seven, twenty seven, and twenty nine for Levine for their under thirty minutes for all of them. Not yeah, the... so it should be good. I, I do think if they're all out, Durant could shoulder the load, but he'll be he'll, if they're both out, he'll be seventy percent out. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's just a great spot for them. And then we have Sabonis, who shot horribly, three of twelve, but had twenty three rebounds, <laughs> ten assists. He triple doubled. If they're uh, all gone again, I mean, I don't know. If you look at ten K, he's at least bringing the value. He'll probably be the lowest rostered of the group of the top guys, but I mean, it's hard to look at what he's doing right now and, and not want some pieces of it. Yeah. I mean, even in the game where he doesn't get rebounds or assists, he scores 42 actual. Right. And then even in the game, he doesn't score, he gets 23 rebounds. Like he can, this is it. And this is the frustrating part. I think that you and I get mad about and like he's priced at 10 K with everyone, but it's like, he can be this guy. He's just like, doesn't want does he not want to be like the guy every night i don't get it if there's no brogdon if there's no lavert i'm definitely in in on sabonis yep i'm with you there uh, as well randall's at 85 i know we talked about it the other day he's just not he's not no doing thanks. enough yeah. but the price is what's bringing him back to like consideration here right like at 85 <sighs> you need 40 is it 42 and a half or 5x i mean it's kind of what he's averaging for the year yeah it's frustrating it's frustrating because you're right the price is where is the only reason that we'd really be interested. I don't think I'm gonna do it though, John. I, I know mean, it's a, it is also the Dallas front court. It is something. the Dallas front court. It is the uh, Dallas. I mean, Maxi's been playing really good lately. I mean, I don't know. That could have a little bit to do with it as well. DDR is at 84. If you think this is a competitive game, the price on him. Yep, yep. And he uh, just a couple assists shy of a triple double tonight in 27 minutes. Yeah, sign me up for DDR. Again, I like he's never going to lack in the scoring department. And if the assists continue, eight, eight, seven the last three games, uh, including Tuesday night, yeah, DDR's a really good price at eighty four. A lot of upside there. Is it Miles Bridges' mom who works for like the 76ers? or am I making that up? That could be the case. I remember there being some like draft day story, and I thought it was the I thought it was Bridges. And also, but... that means Mikel Bridges' mom also works for. Right. Right. Like I said, I could be, I could be making that up. I thought it was, but maybe, hold on. Okay, so she was, she employed by the 76ers as like their video person, so. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so Mikel Bridges' mom was pleased when the 76ers drafted her son and then they traded him. So, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So anyways, that was Mikel Bridges that got traded, but Miles Bridges now facing his mom's also former employer. So maybe some revenge that- there. My brother shakes fist. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's if that helps you sleep at night. And, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, he's been good. He's a tournament. He's a tournament player, right? Regardless, what about a, like, what about a disenfranchised John Collins with no Capella? <laughs> maybe. I do like me some John Collins when there's no Clint Capella. So I uh, I, I, maybe tournaments. Okay. Cleveland bigs love Mobley. Mobley's just like safe 30 plus fantasy points a night. And then Kevin Love. Is he were they playing him too much? And then they like they're like, all right, we need to pull back the curtain and like have him stay like healthy for the stretch run. Like, what was the reasoning behind Kevin Love only playing 
so many minutes less back to back. I like the price on Kevin Love. I like the price on Mobley, but they're they're risky. They're a little okay. risky. Okay. All right. Well, then, is there anybody I guess in this next mid tier that jumps out to you? I mean, I talked forty nine hundred. He's been playing well. There's no zinger, right? It could be a spot for him here. Yeah. I mean, forty nine hundred for Cleveland is definitely a good price. And what I'm laughing at is the fact that you just skipped over the fact that Duncan Robinson is power forward only on DraftKings. Don't really get it, but, you know, it is what it is. Road Rob here against the Hawks. Could be in play with nobody active, but I shouldn't say that. With Butler out and Bam out. But, yeah, I think Kleba's definitely firmly in play. We do like attacking the Knicks front court, so uh, I can get behind some Kleba for sure. Okay. Anybody else? I said I mentioned Chuma last pos- last position. Maybe well, I guess he's a power forward center, but uh, Gonku, 37, 38 minutes the other day. Yeah. No. Yeah. And there's gonna be no. No Capella. No Capella. Yeah. Nine hundred dollars. Yeah. There you go. That's the value. Yep. That's the value. So that's where probably uh, we're gonna be taking Peaky. Uh, all right. Center position. Joel Embiid against the Charlotte Hornets. No, terrible play. Okay, went for averaging 62 <laughs> fantasy points, by the way, against them. Ter- terrible play. Don't play Embiid. Nobody play Joel Embiid tomorrow. He stinks. Yeah, he went for 55 fantasy points in 26 minutes against Houston. So. He stinks. Look at these games that he scores. And I said this to you. They're 8-0. He, the, actually, is it 8-0? They lost to Boston. No, they lost to Brooklyn. So they've won their last eight games that Joel Embiid scored at least 30 points in. They've won their last eight. He's good. I said this on the podcast the other day that we should be playing the prize picks over first half points. It was 15 and a half the other day, and he had 22 at halftime. So he covered that pretty easily. Sorry, he had 22 in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, and it was 15 and a half for the first half. I'm very interested to see what his first half points are for this one. And uh, we should be taking the over on prize picks. Be on the lookout for that one. Uh, Vuk, $9,100 against Brooklyn. Yeah, potentially. Oh, my God. I Like, I don't, again, I don't feel comfortable paying $9,100 for him. But in this situation, I'd probably make an exception. I'd probably make an exception for the, in this situation. Okay. Thoughts on this Cleveland-Utah matchup? I mean, Jared Allen, 79. We talked about it. I think we spoke it into existence, the ceiling white side game. Uh, against Detroit, 34 minutes, 51 fantasy points, starting again. He's only $6,200, James. Yeah, I mean, it's not like – this isn't like an easy spot for either of them mm-hmm. because they're both good. They both are on good defensive units and whatnot, but, like, we know the upside's there for Whiteside. Mm-hmm. And if he's going to play 30 minutes, like, yeah, you're at seven if there's no Deadman, great. Christian Wood, 69, definitely stands out. But, like, Whiteside, I don't know. The Christian Wood price is really – I'm circling back to that one again. That's really speaking to me right now. Okay. I mean, it is a, it's a great matchup for him, right? I, I feel more confident in this one than, obviously, going up against Philadelphia. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Wood at 69. I mean, you're at sevens right there against a no Capella at 6,900 as well. My boy, your boy, Jakob Pertl, flip side of that Houston matchup. He only played 24 minutes. It was the second half of a back-to-back, so I'm going to just chalk that one up there, but he still had 12 and 10. Yeah. No, he's Uh, good. He's super good. And the blocks are also, like, a thing. Like, that's just, like, a consistent thing that we can, like, be like, yeah, he's going to get us two blocks a game. Yep, I agree. 
I agree with you. Anybody else? Anyone else jump out to you here? I mean, if Claxton does play, Aldridge is out, right? Like, he's in play. Would you give Mitch Rob a look? He did play 32 minutes the other day. Yeah, that's interesting. And they're still Dallas is still starting Dwight Powell. So, sure. I do think that, like, he probably benefited from the fact Julius Randle only scored two actual points. Sure. And, like, how often is that ever going to happen again? But I do think that there's some merit to playing uh, 4,900 there. Oh, we could have, we could have a revenge game here. Robin Lopez against Washington. Ooh, yeah, I was actually thinking. I was thinking Rolo, and I was also thinking Mo Wagner, who's been productive at times. If they if Bamba and Carter sit, could you mm-hmm. see a scenario where they both are like? Could they actually start them both? Would that yeah. be a thing? Yeah, it's possible. Okay, I, I I mean, I don't think we need to go any further because we have Nganglu. Uh, yeah. We could hey. play Dayron De- Sharp if there's a fire. Right, if they're without Claxon. I mean, thirty three hundred. I mean, do you think they would just start Blake at that point or no? <laughs> they might. It's a good point, but at the same time, they had the chance to play Blake last game, and they didn't. They played him eleven minutes against a traditional center in Nurkic. Right, the Bulls have that. Too. Maybe good chalk, maybe bad chalk, but yeah, I think Daron Sharp could be a guy. Gorgie Jang is off code protocol here, John. Yeah. I don't know if that matters to you at all, but you know, figured I'd mention that. Yeah, um, I, so I that, don't know if I don't know if that plays into Ngaku, but no, nah, I don't think it will. They play when he. I mean, Ngaku's their guy, right? So yeah, first round pick. Yeah, first round pick. All that stuff. Yep. So that's going to wrap it up here. That's our look at the nine gamer. James, you're on the playbook for this one, right? Yes, sir. You'll have all of the goodness for everybody tomorrow afternoon. You know where to get us in Discord and on Twitter. For now, James, and I'll catch you guys later.